0: Before we get going today, I want to tell you about my very good friend's podcast, Badass Digital Nomad, hosted by Kristen Wilson. Now, you might remember Kristen from episode 96 on the Expat Money Show, where she absolutely killed it. Badass Digital Nomads is an awesome podcast that helps you to master the art of living and working from anywhere in the world. Kristen Wilson is a global relocation expert and online entrepreneur who has been helping people to move abroad and become expats since 2005. She has lived and worked across 60 countries in the past 20 years, and now she can share how you, too, can achieve a location-independent lifestyle through her actionable how-to episodes and inspiring interviews with online entrepreneurs and world travelers. With more than 90 episodes published to date, you can learn things like the eight essential skills you need to become a digital nomad, the pros and cons of remote work visas, or how to become a digital nomad after age 50. You also won't want to miss her regular updates about which countries are open for travel and tourism, and of course, my episode on how to invest offshore. You can find Badass Digital Nomads on every podcast platform out there or by visiting badassdigitalnomads.com. Also, make sure to subscribe to Kristen's YouTube channel, Traveling with Kristen, for weekly travel videos and cost-of-living guides on the best places in the world to travel. Okay, let's jump into today's interview. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Mikkel Thorpe. This is the Expat Money Show, and today we're going to do something a little bit different. So it's 2021. We are firmly into 2021. Things are not getting better by any means. But what I want to do today is change things up again. I mean, I want to keep things fresh. I want to make this as an exciting show as possible for you guys. So I'm always going to be trying new ideas. After we hit episode 100, I thought, let's switch it up a bit. So a lot of people might not know, but I actually get interviewed on other people's shows quite a bit. So not only do I have the Expat Money Show, my podcast where I have amazing guests on, but I actually get the opportunity to go on other people's shows all the time. Sometimes once a week, sometimes twice, three times, four times, sometimes five times a week I am on other shows or news programs or magazines or blogs or podcasts or anything and everything. I just like to talk, if you guys haven't figured that out yet. So today's interview, what I want to share with you is my friend Brian Nichols' show. So Brian does an amazing show, and I highly recommend you guys check it out. We've done a little bit of a swap here and there, and today I want to share my second appearance on his show. I've been fortunate enough to actually be on his show multiple times. So this interview is brand new, fresh, it just came out, and we're going to be talking about anything and everything expat. I think this is a great interview, I think Brian does an excellent job as a host. He's got lots of energy, lots of passion, and I'm a big fan of his work. So I hope that you guys enjoy this conversation. If you guys want to find out more about what I do, then please go to expatmoneyshow.com. You're going to have a contact us page. I want you guys to reach out to me with some comments, some questions, things like that. And also make sure that you are joining the conversation at expatmoneyforum.com, expatmoneyforum.com. We've got a thriving community there. I think we're at 1,400 people or something like that. All these expats and people who want to be expats who are looking to move overseas. And it's become a real amazing community for people to get to know one another and get their questions answered in real time. So check that out at Expat Money Forum. Okay, enjoy today's episode, and I will talk to you soon. Cheers.
1: Oh, hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Happy Friday. That's right. We've made it through another week. We started a new month. How have you guys been doing? Have you... Started out your your goals for February on the right track. Well, if so, awesome. If not, we'll recalibrate, folks. It's time to uh focus. 2021. We're making things happen. And speaking of making things happening, uh, well, hopefully you had the chance to listen to uh who's making things happening here at the Brian Nichols Show. Kim Ruff was on the show on Wednesday. She's running for Arizona State Mine Inspector, and Joe Salasky he's running for uh Governor of Pennsylvania. So we had two great episodes with folks making things happening, and then making things happening over on the expat. Money Show. He is the one and only Mikkel Thorup, and he is returning to The Brian Nichols Show today to discuss all those objections that I'm sure he likely hears as folks are saying, Mikkel, tell me, how can I live this expat lifestyle? And here are all the problems that I see coming down the road with living in an expat lifestyle. Mikkel joins the show to discuss those, debunk them, and more. So, without further ado, on to the show, Mikkel Thorup here on The Brian Nichols Show. Brian, thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Mikkel, thank you so much for joining us again uh, here in The Brian Nichols Show. A lot has happened since we last spoke. A brand new president here in the United States. How about that? And I'm sure uh, a lot of people have inevitably been saying, well, I'm not going to live in this country anymore. And I'm sure that's led a lot of people saying, Mikkel, help us out. Because what you're doing over at the Expat Money Show, you're helping people focus on living all this wonderful lifestyle we talk about here at The Brian Nichols Show, but maybe not doing it in the confines of the United States of America. So with that being said, Mikel Thorup, welcome back, and let's kind of do a quick reintroduction. What is this uh, escapeartist.com and this awesome show, the Expat Money Show you are the awesome host at?
0: Perfect. Thanks so much, Brian, for having me back. I really do appreciate it. We had good fun last time, and hopefully your listeners got a chance to check out that episode. Otherwise, maybe after this one, they can go back and listen. But basically, what I do is I help Americans, Canadians, people from all over the world, but definitely I focus on kind of North Americans. I help them to move overseas. Now, we can move themselves overseas, or we can move their finances overseas, or we can move their businesses overseas. And and hopefully we'll get a chance to talk about the differences between these things and how all that works and the nuances of it. But yeah, basically, there are some real advantages to living in other countries, especially (laughs) with what is happening in North America right now, with these draconian laws that are coming in place and getting worse and worse and worse. You know, people who are looking for freedom and looking for actual solutions. You know, this is the stuff that we talk about. This is not just um, ideas. This is not just uh, wishful thinking. These are real-life things that you can put in your life today to make a difference.
1: See, that's... That's the, the the really the magic bullet that we're always looking for, right? What what's actually going to help get things moving forward in a positive direction? And you know, I've I've had folks on the show, candidly, over the past you know few months since we last spoke, and what we've been talking about is a lot of electoral stuff, right? What can we do in politics to help get policy change to help enact more personal liberty? And and what you're saying, and what you've been really helping folks realize, is that that's all well and good. You can go through that process, but there's other alternatives out there. And, and right now, if you're looking for that immediate kind of like that, you know, the, the instant gratification, well, then and if you have the means, you can take that step. And I think to your point in one of the things that I've been focusing on, especially since August, is how to be problem solvers, how to help offer solutions to people. And one of the main things people are starting to realize is that what we have in terms of our belief of what is our, you know, our, our resources, our income, our, our wages, our earnings that can entirely be turned off at the snap of a finger by the arbitrary edict of a government official. And uh-huh. I think a lot of folks are starting to say, Oh my goodness, I thought I was in control. And they're all of a sudden realizing Mikkel, they're not at all. And to the, the contrary, actually now they're realizing that they're actually beholden to a lot of people who they've never even heard of, but have so much authority in their lives.
0: No, absolutely. And, if you guys want to talk to me about politics and those types of things and how to make change on the local level, I mean, probably I'm not the guy for that. I mean, there's a you've had some amazing guests on your show, Brian, some really intelligent people who have some well thought out ideas. you know the the changes in local government and federal government and how this works and how what we should do next step, that's not where I live. That's not what I focus on. That's not my career, That's not my work. My work is on, okay, different jurisdictions. What are the advantages? What are the differences, the disadvantages? How do we get set up there? What are the local laws? What are the tax obligations? What are the uh, reporting requirements back to your own government? How do we stay legal? How do we do this all above board so that you have no problems going forwards? How do you do this in a tax-efficient manner so that all of your investments are, are streamlined? I mean, that's the stuff that I really geek out on and focus on and, and help people, you know, today as of like now, right this second. This, exactly. is not, this is not the, you know, one day and oh, inshallah and hopefully, you know, maybe we'll be able to help people. No, like we're helping people right now today. We have been doing it, you know, Escape Artists, the company that I run. We've been at it for about 30 years straight now. We've been in a publishing house for 30 years straight putting out content like this. I took over the company about two years ago. We're seeing massive growth in that amount of time. Um, huge numbers with the amount of people we're able to help. Huge increases in traffic and interest in quote unquote the offshore markets or the expat markets, however you want to call it. And yeah, man, it's it's been really exciting. And I and I'm excited to dig into today's interview.
1: Yeah, it, well let's start right here, right? Because you said yeah. you're helping people right now, right today. And and I'm curious because one of the things I my, my day job, I'm a sales executive, and and we're always looking to solve the problems. And you're you're mentioning you're offering the solutions to the problems that you're identifying out there. So I'm curious right now, what are the common problems that people are bringing to you saying, Mikel, help me right now in this era of COVID, in this era of government lockdowns, or or in this era of inflating big government? What are the common complaints or or issues that you're seeing that you're able to, uh, to help solve over at Escape Artist?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I guess some of the problems that we have to look at first are kind of from a political angle. So you know, when I tell people that I'm a libertarian, I always have to make the preface that I'm a libertarian with a small L, not a big L. I really know nothing about the LP. I mean, my focus is always on individual liberty, individual sovereignty, you know, freedom, respect, personal responsibility. These are the things that are important to me. So obviously, I try to help people who also want to have these types of things for first. So I guess that The first thing that we should say is okay if you think if if you believe that tax is theft well then like what are you doing about it i mean if you're staying in the united states or staying in socialist canada and you're paying half of your money to the government i mean well you're not doing very much I'm, i'm so sorry everybody i'm gonna be the the bucket of cold water here and then the other big tenement in libertarianism is that war is murder like i mean i think that probably a lot of the people who listen to this show can agree with that war is murder. So once again if you're contributing to the government and you're helping financing bombs that are being dropped on women and children overseas, well then I mean you're not you're not doing anything. So I look at those two things first. Okay, what countries could you live in, where could you have your business where you can legally pay zero taxes and which is not an aggressive country where you're not meddling in in other countries because actually there's a lot of countries out there who have no standing military. Right. Who do not invade other countries. What? And that's not the norm. Yeah, I know. It's so wild. I mean whew. So okay, let, let's take an example. Okay. So so those are two of the problems. I mean, those those are the two things that I really focus on helping people with. But okay, before we get into some of the solutions, let's let's pile on that, okay? Yeah, please. Some of the other problems that people are having is they know that taxes are going to be raised. They know that the gift exemptions are going to be going away. So the lifetime gift exemption at what is set at what $11 million right now is going to be decreased to 2 or $3 million. We don't know the exact amount. We know that California is now tracking people when they leave their state and they want a portion of their income for the next 10 years. There has been rumors about California that if you have done your education in California, then they're going to want to tax you because they think that they have a right to a portion of your professional income when you go back to your home state. So it's like, wow, that's some really bonkers stuff. Like, I mean, that's pretty nutso. So, So what do you do? I mean... There's a lot of questions on the legality of the election and fraud and people feel like they weren't heard and they wanted recounts. I'm, I'm not here to, to make a comment one way or the other on what happened in the election, but I do know from a lot of my clients that they don't feel safe. They don't feel like they were heard. They feel like they are being targeted. I know a lot of people from the right who just don't feel safe in the United States anymore. I mean, and they don't feel wanted. So a lot of people I know are working on secession. And I think that, you know, that's a really interesting concept. And, you know, I think that people should explore and how we organize, how we live in the future and in one day and having referendums. Cool, let's explore all of that stuff. But I mean, that's not today. I mean, that's not that's not right this moment. If If you're afraid of your child going to school right. and what's going to happen to them, because of your political beliefs or what people think that you believe if they think you're a monster well i mean that's that needs to be dealt with you know you need to you need to handle that so okay so what are some of the solutions well i mostly work with people on setting up a plan okay Mm -hmm. we we will look at you know what is your financial situation Where is your business located? What are the tax obligations right now? What are the state and federal tax obligations? Where is all your money held? Is it all in U.S. dollars? Do you have anything in physical assets? Do you own real estate? How is that all done? If you want to move overseas, which country might that be? How do you get the residency? How do you get the visa? Um, If you have ties to one state and they're going to charge you state taxes, do we need to move you to another state first before we move you overseas? I mean, that's a real life thing. Like you can't just go from Los Angeles to Belize and expect you're going to pay zero taxes. I mean, you might get out of your federal tax, but your state tax, which is substantial, is going to follow you. So maybe we need to look at taking you to Texas first. Maybe we need to move you over to Florida, sell your primary residence, you know, buy a new home, get a new driver's license, a library card, strong ties to the community, to that area. Okay, after six months, after one year, after 18 months, after we prove all this stuff and it's all done, then we can take the other step and move you to another country overseas. But without these steps, I mean there's a lot you can be leaving on the table so unless you do this for a living like i do and i've been at you know living overseas and being in the expat space for now 21 years straight i mean there's a lot to learn so so it is good to to work with a professional like me or there's a couple other people in the space who are also good at what they do you know i mean Feel comfortable about the person that you hire. This is serious stuff. You make some mistakes, and you know you cross a couple of lines, and you're going to be in an orange ju- jumpsuit. And I mean, nobody wants that. Like the objective here is more freedom,
1: right. not less freedom. Yeah, makes so, sense. Yeah, oh, it, it makes sense. And then I guess I so now my sales brain's going forward, right? So I'm always thinking, okay, what are the potential objections that we could hear, and how can we overcome those objections ahead of time so instantly my gut goes towards an objection of okay culture right because you think there's there's this idea of this unifying american culture right rah rah red white and blue and the idea of up and moving your entire you know not just you but your entire life with you to some foreign country where not only are you really a new person to this entire you know just society but likely new in terms of the culture, in terms of probably the language. So I'm sure that that's a, a really big issue that people really had to, to grapple with. So how do you help with people kind of making that cultural transition? Well, I think that it's such an exciting thing. I mean, I think that's such
0: a wonderful thing, which you just described there. I mean, I would never look at that as a negative. Wow, you've spent your entire life in one country. Now, Brian, There's 193 countries in the world, 170 of which are free countries, Right, 193, and you spent your entire life in one. Oh, my God, what an opportunity you have today to go out there and explore. You have a family? Wow, that's amazing. Think about the connection and how strong you guys are going to be as a unit. You know, how are you going to be connected to your spouse, to your husband or to your wife, to your children with a new experience? When you get to build everything and create everything new, you get to make new friends, learn a new language, learn about new cultures and food and how other people do things. That is amazing. That is like the greatest thing ever, man.
1: Oh, it's the greatest like, thing. Well, and that's the thing, right? So I love that you, you use words like opportunity because you do. You get the opportunity to go out and yeah. see and see these things that otherwise you wouldn't see. And I guess let me ask you this, though. And here's I'm sure the other question you get. But, but Kel, what about my job, right? What about this nine to five job that I've been working for 15, 20, 30 years? You know, how can I just go up and leave this job? Will I have enough income to be able to you know sustain a lifestyle wherever it is I move to?
0: Okay. So there's there's a lot to this one. There really is a lot to this one. I mean, we have seen a massive paradigm shift right now. Over the last, what, 13 months or so, we've seen people locked in their home. Everybody's been sent home from the office. You know what? Not everyone. 90 some odd percent of the population have been sent home from their job. We've have now we are working remotely. A lot of people are working remotely. Even jobs that we never thought were going to be able to be done remotely are now being done remotely yeah. and successfully so. You know, so that's amazing. Now let's give a couple of uh scenarios here, okay? So you have you have an individual and they went into the office. They went did their 9 to 5. They did their white collar work and they lived in Let's pick on New York because it's always fun to pick on New York. It's my home state.
1: Go for it. Take them apart.
0: So, okay. So people lived in New York City. And I mean, your rent was $4,000 a month or something like that. And you did a commute and you went into the office. Well, the the office is closed and you have to work from home. So we've seen a massive exodus of people who have left the city. I mean, from my understanding, it is a ghost town right now. Like. It's it's unbelievable. There's people out there who are saying that New York will never come back, that this was worse than 9-11, that the restaurants have all been closed down and, you know, they're never coming back. People have they're gone. So, OK, so let's say that snap your fingers tomorrow. The the quarantines are lifted and you can all go back to work. Hey, hate to break it to you, your office is not there anymore because your boss yep. is also working remotely. Yep. they've already defaulted on their on their rent on the corporate real estate and commercial real estate, and it's not there anymore. So yes, they can get it back, but why? I mean, exactly. why are they going to pay forty thousand dollars a month and, and for really quick? An that, office? That,
1: and that to your point, so my day job—that's what my industry is. We're in the telecom. Like cybersecurity, business continuity industry. So we are actually seeing, to your point, just reaffirming this: people who were these, you know, massive, massive companies who have you know hundreds of thousands of dollars in real estate taxes, and they're like, why? Like, yeah. we can have people do what they do in a call center from home and pay one one fiftieth of the price. <laughs> Sign me up yesterday, and, and we're seeing, like, what companies like Google and Amazon and stuff—they're leading the charge, saying, yeah, we're not going to send people back to the office. Why? Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people are going to hear this, and they're going to go, "Yeah, I'm going to move from
0: New York City to New York State." Okay, that's one jump. I mean, you're going to leave a really expensive area, but you and you're going to move to a, a, a slightly better area. But I mean, it's still New York State. I mean, you're still going to have lots of taxes there, a lot of state taxes. Very much so. So, I mean, the next jump is people are going to move to Florida, and literally, that's what they're doing. I mean. Florida is seeing massive increases of people. A lot of the other zero state income taxes, uh, states are seeing huge increases of people, better weather, less taxes, more money, more freedom, less lockdowns, yada, yada, yada. Okay, great. That's a second jump. But here's the, here's my, my invitation, Brian. What if instead of moving out of state or out of the city, you move to a different country? Mm. I mean, you're going to move anyways. Like like you got to, Pick up all your stuff anyways. You gotta pack it all up. Why right. not just move to another country? Let's let's get rid of not just the state tax, let's get rid of that federal tax too. Let's get rid of all of it. All right. Well, let's add to that a higher standard of living on a lower cost of living with all of those advantages like culture and food and excitement and adventure and fun that we talked about a second ago. I mean, now that's a proposition. I mean. I think that's pretty cool, personally. So just to be clear, I mean, you can still do your normal job, your nine-to-five job, and you don't have to do it inside of the United States. There's very little jobs right now that are being done in these types of sectors that need to be done physically inside of the United States. Now, you might think, oh, well, what about a time change? Go south, baby. Go south. (laughs) I mean, Latin America. You're going to be on one to two hours difference of Eastern Standard in most countries. I'm in Panama City. I'm on Eastern Standard Time. For the the better part of the year, I'm on the exact same time as all of my clients. I mean, there's no difference there. I got mates who moved to Japan. They're on the other side of the world. They work for a few hours at night and then sleep in the morning, and then they've got the rest of their day in Japan. And it's like super, super interesting, you know? Something they've always had on their bucket list. They've always wanted to do something like this, live in Asia. I mean. What better chance than right right now?
1: So I'm in like, you're making it sound so easy. So I got to ask you, I mean, really, Mikkel, is it that easy? Because your average person is probably going to hear this and they're going to be like, well, Mikkel, I'm sure, you know, when you go into the T's and C's and you start reading that fine print with the the super fine microscope, you you find something. Where's the hiccup, right? Where's the, oh, we got you. Is is there, there's, there's gotta be something, right?
0: We will just take a quick break. In a lot of the circles that I run in, the content creators are being deplatformed. People are being banned on Twitter, censored on Facebook, and YouTube channels are being demonetized. Basically cutting off people's ability to reach their audience and share their message with the world. And it has gotten even worse than that. Entire companies are under siege. Servers are being shut down and their products are being taken off of the App Store and Google Play. There is no question about it. There are some scary things going on right now i want to make sure that i can continue to provide for you the best news and information from the offshore space every single week that's why i want you to pause this episode right now and visit expatmoneyshow.com forward slash protection to sign up for ems pulse my weekly newsletter in it you will find personal insights from my travels and over 21 years of experience in the international space We will be looking at foreign businesses, generating income online, asset protection, corporate structures, new visas for digital nomads, and a whole lot more. So I hope you will take me up on this opportunity and sign up for my newsletter to make sure that you can continue to receive the best from the offshore space now directly to your inbox. Go to expatmoneyshow.com forward slash protection. Okay, let's jump back into the episode. Well, okay. I mean, there is always things that you're going to need to work through, but there is no difference between that of moving out of New York state and moving to Florida. There's still lots that you're going to need to deal with then. Okay. Now define difficult for me, Brian.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's, and that's the thing, right? It's all subjective. And I guess that's one of the, the human instincts. We see people want to put these roadblocks up. And it's it's funny. I was just doing some coaching with my, one of my sales team members um this, this early this week. And um, one of the things that they were bringing up was, you know, I keep on getting COVID as an, as an objection. And they say, they say you know, because I get it. Like, I've, I've seen COVID be something that's been an, an issue in my life. And I'm like, well, well, here's here's the thing that we have to do. We have to, you know, help say, well, listen, this is a reality. You have to bake that yeah, objection into the value, into the, the better, you know, future. And I keep on going back to, you use the word opportunity, right? Everything you're talking about here is is an opportunity. And I think folks would be silly not to look at it like that, because I think traditionally people hear folks, you know, the, the, the people living out of the United States, there's like this negative connotation for some reason, like something shady of like, you know, you're trying to hide your, your assets or something, but to, to the lot no, lot. to the, exactly to the contrary, it's showing that you can live a truly free and independent life. And, and then, and this is the best part. And I think we talk about this when we talk about like, you know, from a libertarian standpoint, localism, federalism, and so forth, is that. If you want to be, you know, the, the the super diehard leftist, you can go to the you know smaller leftist country where you want to know that your money is going into the leftist programs and policies, going directly to the people they help. Go for it. And if you want to go to an area where you know that your money is going directly to those roads, even though you're a libertarian, your head will explode. Guess what? You can make sure that the money is going right to the roads and not to, you know, some drone who's going to be going over over the Middle East and and in bombing bombing you know schools. Like that's mm-hmm. uh, that's the difference. And I think I think that's a, a thing that you know, no matter where you move to in the United States, you can't have that as you know the, the sale. Like that's gonna be happening with your tax dollars, whether you like it or not.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and then to circle back on the question of difficulty, okay, let, let's say that tomorrow you decide you're gonna want to move overseas, but you've never read a book about it, you've never listened to a podcast about it, you've never done your research, you've never been overseas, and you have no freaking clue what you're doing. It's gonna be pretty hard, okay? Now let's take uh, person number. Let's let's take another example. I mean, you listen to shows. You listen to my show, maybe Expat Money Show. You read some of blog articles from me, from other people. Maybe you pay for some coaching and consulting. Maybe you go on Amazon and grab a couple of books. You spend two or three months and you research. I mean, it's not difficult. I mean, now you're right. educated. Now you have a better understanding of what makes sense for you and your life. If you have a plan in place. None of this stuff is difficult. I mean, like, like you don't need a uh, PhD. You don't need to be a rocket scientist to figure out this stuff. I mean, I left and started living overseas when I was like seventeen or eighteen or something wow. like that. That's so. I cool. mean, like, I did all of this stuff by figuring it out. I left in the year two thousand, so that's why I say when I say twenty-one years, I mean twenty-one years, bro. Like, there was no okay. The Technically, the internet existed then, but I mean, it wasn't like it was no, today. No, it, it was in the I advent. Mean, like, yeah, yeah. Like, and there certainly wasn't smartphones. We didn't have this type of digital nomad lifestyle. People were not working remotely. I used to save up cash, working at a job, and then I'd go and travel for a year straight, you know. And then I'd figure out how to do all these types of things. So, I mean, I've had, I've have. It all you know i figured out how to do it myself i've been able to do the research i've worked with mentors a lot of my friends the majority of my friends are all lawyers and accountants when i have questions i can go directly to them for the nuances of the different things but if you're looking for someone who is that 30,000 40,000 foot view to help you make a map a
1: plan of what to do i mean that's where i live well and that's i think where your average person is going to need help because this just sounds like so much, right? Like the, the very idea of just taking your entire life and transplanting it somewhere halfway across the world, it sounds like a really big step. And I mean, granted, it is, it's a, its a big step, but it's not an insurmountable step. And I think, you know, maybe part of the, the propaganda has been to keep people here, right? To, to, to kind of scare you away from wanting to leave the United States, which is, it's funny. Because we see so many people coming to the United States, right? And let me ask you this, because I'm sure that you might—I'm you, you I'm, I'm sure, actually, you do get this objection a lot. Like, well, why would all these people want to come to the United States in droves if it's so bad? Why would people want to leave the United States when it is such a great country? You look at the people coming, you know, on floating doors from Cuba to the United States. Do you ever get that objection?
0: I get it all the time. Well, okay, first of all, I get called a traitor and— <sighs> A hypocrite, and I get called all these nasty things. I get death threats from people. Really? right? Come on. Be- oh, because man, I am cha- challenging people's belief patterns. I mean, they've been led to believe that the U.S. is the greatest country in the world, and that everybody wants to be an American and everyone wants to live in a- in the United States. Now, I'm not here to say that the U.S. is bad or you guys are bad or anything like that. That's not my place. I mean, you guys look around. This is. I- I'm not trying to convince you of anything. I'm trying to help the people who actually want to make a change. If you look around your life and you like exactly what is happening and you think things are great, then no problem, man. I am super, super happy for you. That is awesome. I'm trying to help the people who want something different. Now, as to your question about you know people coming all over the world to the United States, I would say that the biggest export the U.S. has is <gasps> culture. The U.S. does an incredible, incredible job of marketing itself. I mean, Hollywood is a propaganda machine. It sends out all this knowledge, information, music, food, uh, lifestyle about how it's all so perfect. But I'm sorry, not all of us live in Beverly Hills 90210. I mean, that's just not the reality. I mean, anyways, this can also circle back to our other point about how You've already spent 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years living in that country. You already know it. You already got to enjoy it. Hey, why don't you take a chance and see something else? But here's another point, Brian, and I think that we should explore this a little bit together. What is the worst that's going to happen if you go overseas? Right. Like, like, I mean, that's a legit question. I mean, people are going to have this fear. Oh, my God. I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to move overseas and I'm going to sell my house. I'm going to get rid of my car. I mean, and what if I don't like it? Like, well, what if it's like, it's, it's not as great as Macal says, or like, it's, it's not fun or I don't make friends. I mean, wow. Like that'd be really scary. Like, okay, well, let's go through these things. Okay. First of all, I mean, like I said, you don't need to leave your job. We, we've, we've handled that because you can work remotely. By the way, as a side note, I would also make an invitation to you if you do decide that you want to do this. And we can get into the reasons why in a second. But tomorrow, go to your boss and I want you to tell your boss that you want to take a pay cut. You want to take a pay cut and you're going to stay working remote. And you, want to, you want to make less money. And now you're probably thinking, Mikkel, he's lost the plot what an asshole. He has no idea what he's talking about. I am worth so much money. I am so awesome. I am so cool. Okay. You might be awesome and you might be cool, but I'm here to tell you that if you live in a foreign country, the chances are that even if you took a pay cut, your standard of living is going to double. Okay. Your, Your standard of living is going to double. First of all, you're going to get rid of your taxes. If we do this correctly and you choose, you know, one of 60 countries in the world. I mean... For the most part, you're going to be able to get rid of your taxes. I'm not giving you individual tax advice here. You know, you come to me, we work together, you talk to your local accountant, talk to an expat accountant, a specialist. You know, there's a lot of strategies that the IRS has developed for people who do not live in the United States, and you can considerably reduce your tax bill. But okay, let's put the taxes aside for a second. Let's look at some of the other expenses. Okay, your rent is going to most likely be considerably lower. Your cost of food is going to be considerably lower. I get giant sacks, I swear to God, giant sacks of organic fruit and vegetables twice a month delivered to our house for about $70 or $75. So you don't need to go to whole paycheck to eat healthy, okay? Now you're eating healthy. More healthy. You're outside more because the weather is beautiful. You live on the beach or you live next to the park or something like that. You get sunshine three hundred and sixty-five days a year. So you're outside exercising more. So you got better health. But even if you did have health problems, the cost of medical and insurance, I mean, is way less. Like probably family of four who's in reasonable health, you can expect on with like all the bells and whistles. I mean, Brian, everything, dental, inpatient, outpatient, everything. You're gonna think about $6,000 $6,000 US dollars a month for a family of four. Now, when I started telling people this a year or two ago, I mean, they're like, what? I, I paid $20, $20,000, dollars $25,000 for my insurance. Well, I mean, come overseas. It doesn't cost so much. So you're going to save yourself 15, 20 grand right off the bat there. Now you're going to go, Mikel, but you know the US health system, it's the best in the world. We have the best doctors and the best equipment and yada, yada, yada. Mate, I have a John Hopkins Hospital walking distance to my house <laughs> here in Panama. Like, I mean, the doctors are all trained in Canada or the UK or, the Uni- right. or um, Australia. I mean, like, they all speak English, so you don't have any worries about that. I mean, they have the best equipment in the world, and you can actually get procedures done here that have been blocked in Canada and the United States. So you can oh, actually really? have more things done. Oh, yeah, and by the way, to see a specialist... You need to book your appointment four hours before, eight hours before, not six months before like in socialist Canada where I was born. So, I mean, there's some big advantages there, okay? But there's some other things. All right, so you can go to your boss. You can actually take less money. You can have a better standard of living. You get all that adventure. What are some, what are some other uh, objections, Brian? Give me some other fears that people have. That people are going to say, this is too hard, too difficult, too scary, too dangerous. Language, let's all, let's language m- barrier, Mikhail. Oh.
1: I, I don't know how I'm going to be able to, to speak to people. How am I going to build friendships with people if I can't even build a, a sentence with them?
0: Excellent question. Absolutely amazing question. So yes, absolutely. Other countries, they speak other languages. I know this is really wild for a lot of people to know. English is not going to get you by everywhere. Now saying that if you really did want to get by in only English, there are expat communities, okay? I've lived in expat communities for many years of my life. I lived in the Middle East for eight years. I lived in an expat community. I lived in an Arabic country for eight years. I learned like 50 words of Arabic. And they just kind of got mixed into my English (laughs) words and it just became part of my lexicon. I never had a a chance where I never had a a time where I needed to speak Arabic living in that country. I mean, everybody I knew all spoke English. But okay, let's say that you come to Latin America. Yeah, you're going to need to learn Spanish. Now, there's a lot of similarities between Spanish and English. Chances are you probably studied some Spanish in school when you were growing up. Probably you already know a lot of the language without even realizing it. And then I guess my invitation to you again would be, what an opportunity. I mean, you get to now be a bilingual person, a bilingual individual. I mean, you get to rewire your brain to speak in another language so you can talk to people and make friends and connect with them on their terms instead of everything being all about you. I mean, that's cool, man. That's really rad. I've been studying Spanish actively for the last 18 months here in Panama. And I mean, I'm fluent, bro. Like, I'm, I'm full-on fluent. It took me 18 months. I worked hard. There's no magic bullet. I mean, you got to put in the time and energy and effort. But I can go and sit down and talk with a group of friends when we're out for dinner. I mean, I can do my grocery shopping. I can do my banking. I can have hour-long conversations and talk about most subjects and do it completely in a different language. That's cool. It's like so that's cool. really cool. I think
1: so and I think what we're finding as we go through this and, and and again this is why when we first did our first conversation um I was like can you can you like just do my show to to you know like be a, a reoccurring guest because I think this is a conversation we're going to need to be having you know as we move forward because right now I think both the left and the right uh, in in the American political discourse, the the emotions, the energies, the tensions, they're they're probably the, the the highest they've been in in well over you know half half a century, and we're starting to see it manifest in in regulatory policy. To your point, that is, it's really starting to push people to their their limit, and I think you are getting a lot of people who traditionally were the, you know, go along to get along person now saying Mm -hmm. I'm done and they are looking for what is the the next step, wherever that next step takes them. Is it to your point? Is it the starting point of, you know, going from the New York city to outside of the, the, you know, the the greater boroughs to then to Florida to then to Panama, right? Is that the, the route they need to take? And I, I'm curious, right? Based on your experience over at the Escape Artists, and obviously you're having conversations with all these movieers and shakers and, at an expat money show. What's the 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 I guess the projection of folks going and living this expat lifestyle? Because I, I can only assume your projections are it's going to be growing leaps and bounds. But do you guys have some some data maybe to uh to help us you know see where this is going to be headed in the future?
0: I can tell you without. Revealing, um, you know, private uh, corporate numbers. I mean, we've seen about a 350 to nearly 400% increase wow. in search queries for the type of work that we're doing over the last, what, 13 months, you could say. I mean, we're getting crazy numbers of people who are looking to move overseas. I mean, I'm getting. Yeah, several million people a year now who are listening to and reading my work about living in other countries. And I mean, these are legit questions, you know, like people are looking for real life answers right now on how to do it. I mean, how do we get that visa? How do we get a second passport? How do we open the bank account? How do we stay compliant with our tax authorities? How do we do the reporting on gains? Um, in, you know, from stock portfolios, from Bitcoin portfolio, from cryptocurrency portfolios. How do we, you know, roll over our real estate? How do we move our retirement accounts, our IRAs? You know, how do we make it a self-directed IRA? How do we move our gold outside of the United States to a foreign vault? I mean, that's a, I mean, I'm working with lots of people right now on physical assets. How, what are the logistics of this? What is the reporting requirements? I mean, these are all the things that, we work on every single day. But yeah, I'd say it's it's not a doubling effect. It's we're we're at probably about a 350 to a 400% increase just since COVID started wow. of people trying to move overseas. And That's I mean, we crazy. were a big website before. I mean, we're we are the largest and oldest offshore website in the world. I mean, 30 years it's been going. So,
1: wow. I mean, it's it's exciting because that means that people are starting to wake up and and now Right now, I mean, what you're doing, and I mean, candidly, this is what we've been telling people, Um, you know, and this is when we first started speaking, Mikkel, this was the direction that we started taking for the Brian Nichols show, right? We, we, we mm-hmm, decided mm-hmm. that we were going to start focusing on solutions, right? Building up this network of people who are focused on you finding what are the problems out there and how can we offer these real solutions that are actually going to help people and and that's mm-hmm. ultimately what you know i'm looking at what you're doing over at the escape artist but also at the expat money show it, it's it's giving people an option that i would say while it was there they probably didn't know about it because i mean candidly the the technology that we're utilizing right now if you would Said ten years ago that we'd be able to have a conversation face to face with absolutely no jitter or latency. You're in Panama, I'm in Philadelphia, and we're having a conversation like this, and and it's amazing. But yet that is where we are, and now uh-huh. we can have a message, and 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 really, so a product. I'm gonna say your product, your service is helping people live a better life. So I, I say all that to say. Mikkel, I mean, there's a reason that I reached out to you to have you be a sponsor of the show. There's a reason I've been having uh, folks, you know, go over and check out the Expat Money Show and escapeartist.com. I know Mark claire has been doing a lot of work helping you out as well, and he's starting uh-huh. his own expat uh, adventure as well, but also helping you grow um, the exclusive Expat Money Show Facebook group. So um, how about this? I want to give you the, the, the chance here to give the plugs that we, we need to give, because I think folks need to have some action items that they can take to uh, to move forward here if they are looking to start this Expat Money Lifestyle um, um, so at the very least, they can start off by listening to your show, right? Expat Money Show, um, visiting the website escapeartist.com. But let's start off um, the, the Facebook group. What can they expect to find when they go in and check out this awesome exclusive Facebook group?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I think that part of the problem or part of the challenge is, you know, are other people doing this? You know, is there a community? Am I that one crazy guy who, you know, wants to move overseas? I, I want to leave New York and I want to move somewhere else. Or are, are there other people? So we decided we needed a community. We needed a group where people could ask questions once to one another. So if you go to expatmoneyforum.com, it's going to redirect you, and it's going to take you right to our private Facebook group. And we've got, I don't know, 1,400, 1,500 people in there, something like that. Yes, you have to you know, agree that you're not going to spam the group. It is moderated. We do. We are lucky enough to have a couple of moderators. We want this as a really good place where people can bounce ideas and questions and get motivation and inspiration from people who are doing this right now today. I mean, that's the important thing, you know, is who is going through this, who is doing it today. So, I mean, and we got people who were helping move all over the world, tons in latin america europe eastern europe asia i mean we have even have people moving to new zealand and to south pacific like i mean if you can dream it up there's people who are doing it in the group right now they're documenting their process they're talking about it they're asking questions they're looking at the banking and the, the visas who do we help who do we work with you know i try to chime in as much as i possibly can and try to answer questions but honestly it's not all about me the community has taken on its own flavor and feel and everything like, and I'm super proud of how that's gone. So, I mean, I, I do invite your listeners. I, if you guys are curious about this stuff, if you want to just learn a little bit and you just want to dip your toe in, join the group, you know, join the conversation. It's free. I don't charge for it. I mean, there's nothing, not, not looking for uh, any money involved in this. I just want to help you guys. If you guys need help doing the legal work, then yeah, we're going to charge for legal work. We're going to charge for accounting. If you're going to buy a house, then yeah, like you're going to have to pay for the house. I mean, but we try to give away as much of the information as free for free and try to support you along the journey.
1: Information is power, right? And I I see this in my day job. You know, One of the things I, I tell my sales team is you have to have the person you're reaching out to, they have to see value. in in having a conversation with you, right? So what is it that we're we're leaving not only, you know, my audience, what do you leave your audience with and value? And it is the value of seeing that there is alternatives out there. And Mikhail, you are not only uh, presenting that value, but you're given the roadmap. You're making this so, folks, when you are looking to uh, to start this lifestyle, you have a, a chance to, to talk to the experts and figure out exactly the best path for you. With that being said, Mikkel Thorpe, there's so much we could dig into. Um, but as always, you know, I will make sure I direct folks towards all the work that you're doing over at the Escape Artist, but also at the Expat Money Show. And of course, we're going to have you on again in the future. As, uh, I'm sure we'll have some more crazy things happen here in the United States. I'm going to say, Macal, people are asking how to leave the United States again, so we need your help again. <laughs> but uh, otherwise... Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much my friend. Um with that being said, where can folks go ahead and follow you on uh, social media besides uh, the Facebook group?
0: Well, I mean the only way the only place where you're going to really find me is on Twitter. I mean I like Twitter kind of. Yeah. I was on Parlor. I mean, I had a lot of people on Parlor and then they went and destroyed that so that yeah. kind of pissed me off. But I mean don't bother on Instagram, don't bother on LinkedIn, don't bother on any of those other platforms. You really your best bet is go to my website expatmoneyshow.com and you know, shoot me an email or fill out a contact form if you've got some really specific things where you know what you want to do and you need a service. You need a visa, you need a bank account. All right, reach out to me. You want to just say hello, Shoot me a message in the in the Facebook group. I mean, that's going to be your best bet. We do a lot of newsletters. I mean, I run eight different free newsletters. I have a paid magazine, which is really, really excellent. If you go to escapeartist.store, then you're going to be able to pick that up. Um, tons of things. Google my name, Mikel Thorpe. I mean... We'll find you.
1: People are smart your nowadays. Face. Yeah, but either exactly. way, how about Absolutely. this? We'll make it super, super easy. I'll include all the links to everything you just mentioned in the show notes. So, folks, if you are on your podcast catcher, swipe right, probably go to those notes. And uh, is swipe right still a thing over on Tinder? I don't know if it, Is Tinder still a thing? Is, is dating a thing in the era of COVID? I don't know. Thank goodness. I'm um, married and I don't have to worry about that. So, with all that being said, Mikkel Thorpe, as always, thank you so much for coming here on The Brian Nichols Show. It's been an absolute pleasure. And, folks, if you are looking to live a truly independent and free lifestyle, I'll include those links. Check out escapeartist.com. And the Expat Money Show. Mikhail Thorup, thanks for joining The Brian Nickel Show.
0: Thanks, Brian. Thank you so much for listening to today's interview. Talk soon. This episode may be over, but your journey to greatness continues by visiting our webpage and signing up for our newsletter. For convenient access to new episodes, show notes, and other crucial resources, visit expatmoneyshow.com. We look forward to you joining us on the next episode of The Expat Money Show. Safe travels.